longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. This week is episode 365, where we're going to be chatting all about Xbox games finally being revealed on PlayStation, Shadows of the Ed Tree, Borderland Movie Reactions, Balatraro Review, Shadows of the Ed Tree, and so much more. <laughs> I, <laughs> you said Shadows of the Ed Tree three times, Kyle. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh. Because we're excited about it. We are excited about it. I thought the second time I was like, Oh, he, he messed this up. I'm going to just go over to the nope, next No, nope. no, I definitely did it intentionally, but it's fine. Fair enough. Kyle, how do you say the poker game everybody's talking about? Bellatro. Bellatro. Okay. At least I, that's how I say it. I don't know. Fair enough. That, my Jersey brain, I couldn't do it. But hey, man, how are you doing today? It's been a day. Yeah. It's been a week. It's only Wednesday. It's only However, Wednesday. it feels like Friday. <laughs> It really does. <laughs> and I had Monday off. That's how my week's going. Fair, fair. I mean, you work in PR and in games PR, and we had Nintendo news at the same time we had uh, Elden Ring news. So I thought it would be mm-hmm. just day off, just push everything to Thursday. I mean, that's that's the thing when you're trying when you're working to try to get these like in in my case the very small indie games out there for media to talk about when the gaming industry at large just decides, Hey, you know what? Let's make Wednesday, February 21st, the biggest gaming news day of the year. Seriously. It makes our job very difficult (laughs) (laughs) because as soon as like the direct goes up, like if anyone is a content creator or, or, you know, signing up for emails from people to like request game keys or whatever yeah as soon as that was done the 6-1 inbox was filled with the game pr announcements and then check out the elden ring trailer and all this stuff and like calm down everybody (laughs) seriously it's one of those weeks we're walking in like like waking up this week i was just like or or today i was just like how how what are we going to talk about? There's really slim pickings. And like, speaking of like, someone's like, Hey, are you going to talk about Hiroki Totoki uh, again this week? And cause you know, some of his words got misinterpreted. Uh, for example, when, you know, he said uh, multiple platforms, it is highlighted that he means PC mobile and cloud as we've talked about for the past two weeks. And, a lot of that was like console war ammo. So I was like, I don't want to walk into this week talking about the same thing we talked about last week. That would not be fun for me. It wouldn't be fun for you. And so like, luckily so much dropped in three hours that I literally had to rewrite the entire show note. It was just, yeah. I think the first tweet you said, it was like, we're going to talk about the future of PlayStation. Yeah. I'm like, guess what? There's more stuff to talk about. (laughs) There's more stuff. Listen, the future could wait right the pessimism can wait there's just so much good to talk about and this week again we have so much to talk about i mean shadow of the earth tree we got miyazaki-san talking about bloodborne remake and how you know it the the non-committal answer that he had about like well we see it i don't know we really like it here too um you know all that stuff it's so much more 
that said, before we get into all things PlayStation this week, a little bit of housekeeping. Of course, we got the Trophy Room store. Uh, we got merch in there. So go support the show. Get a nice mug, a sweater, because it's getting into the sweater weather. So what better way than picking up a you know, house slinger shirt? Is it? Yeah. It's, you it's, consider sweater weather going into spring? Almost spring? Absolutely. Sweaters are perfect for the in-between huh. seasons. So, like, okay. we're exiting winter. It's not yet the spring. Okay. And then summer entering into the fall where it's getting a Fair. little cooler. You put on a sweater. Okay. okay. But it has to be a zip up. You can't just do the mm. the pockets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and we got by the players uh, community game show. It's our game discussion this week, a showcase alongside all the community members. Uh, this week, the episode goes live. Final Fantasy VII Remake. We talk all about it. We had a blast. Next month is going to be The Last of Us Part Two or Part Two Remastered, whichever one you picked up. Uh, we are still discussing on a date that works. But if you're interested, please reach out to Drellish or Marcus O'Neill in the Discord server, and uh, we'll hook you up. We're going to find the day that works best for everybody. So, yeah, I love doing these each and every month. They're literally the my favorite show that we get to put on on Patreon, and it's powered by you, the patrons, and our Discord members. That said, speaking of Patreon, it's the thing that makes this show possible. Uh, I'd like to thank, and well, actually, before I think, all the amazing people over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room if we ever got you through a long car ride a tough day at work even if you're just hell diving right now and you're just putting on the podcast to vibe a little bit guess what a buck our way uh sends the debtors at bay uh it really does help us grow it keeps the show going it's the reason why we look so good sound so great it's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash S trophy room. I want to thank our newest members, Steph Midler at the gold tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi master red cowboy danger. D Jonas young, the green gorilla gamer, chaotic monkey, Yuko kill 90, Steven flesh, Strubles and bits, Bertos Maximos, Chris hybrid seven, four, Matt Valdez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Silcanet, Decimine, Jadis Von Metal. See, I used the voice again for you, Jadis. I would never forget you. Mitchell Gramlin and Randy Hale. I want to thank our gold members, Cypher Primus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyden Doys, Katie. Got a new job. Congratulations. Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, The Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Angizor, Astronaut Jr., Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, Stone Cold, E.T., Tino Six Speed, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bam and Matthew King, Duh Overlord, Dewani Raksha, Drellish, Rick Davis, Steph Midler, yet again, Samuel Nestling, and the Lord Commander Suddy. Thank you so much. It's what powers this show. It's the reason why you don't get, you know, two minute weird ads at the beginning of your Spotify podcast. It's your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Room. And also the reason why you don't get those ads, those weird two minute ads where they talk French in the beginning of the Spotify podcast, because I don't know how to do that yet. But, you know, one day that could happen. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> Kyle. 
Have you noticed that with podcasts recently? Now that they've been able to monetize, they put ads right in the beginning of the show. Joe, what if I tell you? Yeah. I don't listen to many podcasts. That's fair. But like the <laughs> so like the ones you, you do like they don't have no, they like get, the they minute. get very they get sprinkled into the middle of the ones that I okay. listen to. Like there's two or three back to back to back to back. And I and I forgot to say like you watch them, you don't listen to them. Right? Yeah, I'm a YouTube podcast person. I'm a Spotify person. Yeah. And so, like, now they're putting, like, two-minute and 50-second, like, Angelus commercials at the beginning of oh, the podcast. Geez. It throws me off. Sometimes I just yeah. want to get to, you know, the intro music because that's what's going to get me vibing. Sure. And yeah. all of a sudden, I'm, you know, talking about four hymns. And I'm like, really? It's three minutes in. Where's the host? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't know where that button is on the Spotify for podcasters. But nonetheless, Kyle, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> To square up the news. Everybody can relax, including Mr. Tim Dog over on the Twitter. Space. They lost Tim Dog. Colbriel's <laughs> about to quit. Some other Xbox guy that makes art for them. He's just devastated. The real Xbox one. is over, man. It's over. It's just poor cold one for, I don't know. I'll, I'll take a sip the of cat. Celsius for them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, the reason why it's over for them is because Xbox announces <laughs> multi-platform releases for Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. And this, of course, comes from Tom Ivan over at VGC. Following weeks of speculation, Microsoft delivered an Xbox business update last Thursday, which addressed claims that the company has been exploring the possibility of bringing its games to PlayStation and Switch. It confirmed plans to release four unnamed Xbox exclusives on other console platforms, which were believed to be Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, and Grounded. Pentiment from Obsidian Entertainment, a truly unique, critically acclaimed, and award-winning narrative adventure game with a striking visual style inspired by history itself, will be coming to PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch on February 22nd. Guess what? That's today if you're listening right now in your car. Hi-Fi Rush, the award-winning and beloved rhythm-based action game where the world sinks to the music from Tango Gameworks slash Bethesda Softworks, will be coming to PlayStation 5 on March 19th at midnight. Is that Universal Time, UTC? I think so. With Stick to ET, guys. Yeah, you know. You know? Or just say well, midnight. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> With pre-purchase available on PS5 digital storefronts on February 21st. Grounded, also from Obsidian Entertainment, a co-op survival adventure phenomenon that has welcomed 20 million players into the backyard, will be coming to PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch on April 16th. Crossplay will be supported across Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And last, Sea of Thieves, the shared world adventure game from Rare, will be coming to PlayStation 5 on April 30th, and will be available to wishlist on PS5, for PS5 players starting tomorrow, February 22nd. Having built a passionate community of more than 35 million players from, from around the world, the support of crossplay for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC will allow players to experience epic pirate adventures with friends on more platforms. And I also just quickly added that Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush are also getting physical releases through Limited Run. Do we know if Sea of Thieves would have to be they out. already don't is there not already a physical sea of thieves 
copies oh, already so, out there. Okay. I didn't know like Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush, they never had They're, They were stuff. digital only. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know if Grounded ever had a physical one, right. but. Because like Sea of Thieves legitimately, guys, I, I, I express this on socials. I want to express it here yet again. One of my favorite multiplayer games of all time. Um, I love it so much. I have almost 600 hours in it. Um, I love it. I The only question I have is like, is there going to be some cross progression alongside cross play? Sea of Thieves players like Logan in the chat, if you're in, uh, let us know because on, honest to goodness, that would be, that would be a lifesaver because I've bought well, quite a few things on the Xbox side. Uh, not to sound like I'm fueling any sort of oh, hypothetical boy. stupid war. All right, go for it, Tim Talk. <laughs> Phil did say during the, the podcast last week that cross-progression was very high on their list of things. Okay. And, and being able to carry over your saves wherever you play right. is important for them over at Xbox. So I'd be shocked if that wasn't a thing for this PS5 version. Gotcha. For everyone coming over. I'd be shocked. I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh um, surprised. Surprised if it isn't. Okay. But as one of their pillars, like they talked last week, I I would like to take them for their word and and hope that that is the thing. So let's let's so let's work from the prologue of this story. Xbox comes out, they go, We have an official podcast. And I remember, you know. Last week we said, "Hey, listen. If this is as big as we think it's going to be, you know, there may be a second podcast or maybe a, a video about it." And it turned out to be kind of like um, a weird nothing burger, but then at the same yeah. exact time, it's like business as usual. Yeah, it's it's just them echoing the same marketing lines they've always been echoing which is like when everybody plays we all win type of jargon so kyle you listened to that podcast what was your biggest takeaway as a playstation fan who let's be honest you're not getting an xbox anytime soon what was your biggest takeaway from from you know that i mean i i do want to get an xbox for you know blade and sick the other games that they showed off that I can't think of right now. And that's not a slide at all. I just literally cannot think right. of anything else other than play. Oh, Tim dog. Indy, put, put the phone Indiana down. Jones. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there are many other games. Starfield. Um, mm, I don't know. I was never really super high on Starfield. Of course you said that. your family. Yeah, whatever. Really quickly though. And this is just a question. Yeah. Uh, I see Luke in chat. Yeah. Um, where's that contraband game? Yeah, we'll probably see that I, this year. I thought of that think. randomly, and it's been years since they uh, they talked it or yeah. showed it off initially. I was just very curious about that. Fair enough. Um. Anyways, uh, my response to the podcast, right? Yeah, is what you asked me. Yep. Again, yeah, business as usual. We kind of, I mean, we kind of all knew that these were the four games. Uh, think, we kind of deduced it that way. I believe I yeah. texted you that immediately after I watched yeah. it. Like, yeah, that makes sense for the criteria that they talked about where games that have either reached their life cycle and have gotten as much out of it as they possibly can on their platform. So they want to bring it everywhere else. Yeah. And the other two being like live service ongoing games where the community is strong, but needed more players from what I read between the lines to like continue the lifespan of those games. Yeah. I, so for me, it, it, 
it's a little weird because it is like business as usual, but it's also part of this. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get a little fanboyish here. When I was listening to that podcast, I'm like, this is why you guys are in third, guys. <laughs> like, your communication is awful for, like, the total opposite reasons as to why PlayStation's communication is awful. It's like, y'all actually talk too much. Um, y'all need to be quiet more. Like, this could have been an Xbox Wired post. I get some of the intricacies. Which of like, it was, why... by the way. Yeah, but, like, just, like, you didn't need to make a 20-minute podcast. Like, just, I don't. I don't understand why they waited this long too. Cause if they were just like, Hey, listen, it's just like, <laughs> it's kind of like the quantum break stuff. It's like, listen, it's this, these four games, we're testing things out, all that stuff. It just, I don't know. Just like rip the bandaid off and just tell us like to leave us in suspense for like a week and a half was just really strange while letting all these rumors just build and build and build until yeah. we got to like Halo coming to PS PS Five. So like to me, there's just some frustration of them over communicating and not communicating when it's important. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, listening to the podcast, they see the future where I think PlayStation's starting to see the future too, where the growth when it comes to console games, it's just not there. We've echoed this for years on this podcast. They're getting to the point where Sony's realizing when we have a good generation of uh, of console uh, of a console, it sells about a hundred million. Okay, great. Where's the growth though? When you're seeing kids on their iPads, kids on their phones, kids playing on the goddamn cloud, something that's easy to take with you, right? And it's not an investment of like five hundred, six hundred bucks. Then all of a sudden, you have a new battle to fight and a new battleground to to stake your claim in so all of a sudden you know if you're phil and you're someone at playstation right now since jim ryan left and he gave his little memoirs um but like if you're if you're phil spencer you go where do we go now we we know where there's growth it's in these other sectors why can't we just bring our games everywhere and connect them via this ecosystem? It's the same thing that PlayStation's talking about right now, right? Her, like everybody's misquoting Hiroki Totoki when he's like, we need to put our games on other platforms. He's talking about cloud. He's talking about PC. He's talking about mobile. You know, listen, I bet I was not the only one where we saw, you know, a true uh, RE game run on an iPhone where we're like, oh shit, that's probably the future of games is plugging up your phone to a TV or just airdropping it onto a screen. And that's where we're playing our games. They're all seeing that. So they're saying, okay, listen, why can't we just go elsewhere to sell our wares? Because if we're not growing and if you're PlayStation, the margin of success for you gets slimmer and slimmer as each year goes by, why not take your games to other platforms so you could fuel those developers to keep making really great games? Phil sees that where he talks about, you know, everybody has been pulling up this tweet of like, you know, the biggest games are on more than one platform. Uh, I think like the official Xbox tweet, yeah, that was like something from the official Xbox Twitter handle. And they're right. Take a look at Roblox. Take a look at Fortnite. Take a look at Minecraft. These games that have surpassed generations, they sell gangbusters alone. They are platforms in and of themselves. It's it, it, 
that's what the future of games look like. They're no longer absolutely bending to the knee for, you know, an Xbox or a PlayStation. Some games have become so big that they are beyond the console. And that scares the console makers. So, of course, they're going to go out there and try to find new customers to get them into the ecosystem. So, for me, it's like, this is a no-brainer for Xbox to do. This is also what we said last on last week's sh- show. A no-brainer for PlayStation to do. They're not in any rush right now, but like, just take a look at it. Like, the math doesn't lie. MLB the show. It's on Xbox because it's on Xbox Game Pass. Xbox players played it six times more on Xbox than on PlayStation. Yeah, because they don't have a good baseball game. <laughs> right? They don't have any baseball game. None. <laughs> They're lucky they, they get a hoop and a stick. So, you know. I think people have to look at this a little bit more objectively and not through the console console lens. It doesn't mean the consoles are going away. They're they're there. They're going to always be there. You know, X Bacon in the chat was just like, just like, just grow up and get a PC already. No, never. I like I'm a consumer that will never go to PC. So like a PlayStation game being on place uh, PC does not worry me in the slightest because it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't play there, so I don't care. Because because we. We know, and I feel like a lot of people need to understand this because I feel like they don't think through their emotions. Mm-hmm. There will never be a, a world, and I will eat my shoe if this ever comes true. Oh, God, I hope it does. <laughs> Where there is a PlayStation game that comes to PC and not the PlayStation console. Right. I don't think that will ever, ever, ever happen. So me being uh, a console being my preferred place, I'm going to get to play everything that's going to be with the PlayStation brand on my console. So PC will never just be a thing for me, but there's so many other people where PC is their thing and put so much money into building PCs because PCs are expensive and they're ever changing. And, And so why not have all the games in one place? where it's convenient for those that want to experience it. Like, it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. And, you know, one person's like, because when we talked about it on last week's show, some person came back going, they don't have a Nixus for every studio. Day and date's never going to happen. I'm like, just you wait, man. Like, just take a look at, like, some of the, the, the hiring for Naughty Dog, for Sucker Punch, for uh, Santa Monica. They're hiring programmers that work for, like, that work with NVIDIA and PC architecture. So, like... The day of like day and date is not happening anytime soon, but it will happen eventually. And I think that's just a hill that some people that live and die on this console war stuff have to just eventually fall on the blade going, it's going to happen. I think also yeah. games are made on PC too. So like, <laughs> Honestly, like actually making a game happens on PCs and, yeah. and just computers in general. So like for me, it's just like I, I as someone who's not like tech literate, who like I'm never going to buy a PC. There's going to be that audience that just wants the simplicity of a console. So like none of the, the, the quote unquote scary future of like PlayStation's not going third party anytime soon. Uh, Even Xbox, they're still going to have their exclusives, but like there's going to be something that's going to change in terms of PlayStation of how they look at their ecosystem. Uh, We've been going over on the trophy room for years now of like, looking at blueprints, schematics, trademarks for things on the PC side. We even see it through the Insomniac leaks that they look at PC as a growth sector uh, and they look at mobile as a huge opportunity. So like 
they are eyeing it right now. Whether they, you know, choose to go down that path, that's one thing. But yeah, no, like we're going to get into where consoles and the whole space of like how we talk about them is going to change. And that's really exciting for us. Um, That said, though, looking at all these four games, it is a test bed for Xbox to say, you know what, what if we... What if we throw in another game out there, right? Like, they're obviously testing the waters. So, Kyle, I want to know, first off, what out of these four games interests you the most? Is is there anyone you're going to pick up? And also, what do you think uh, is the next, you know, since we're doing shoe analogies, shoe to drop here? Um. First and foremost, I can't wait to play Hi-Fi Rush. (laughs) That is my... My pick out of these four is to as to the, the one that I'm super super excited about. Um, Pentiment is a weird one. Up my it's up my alley. Yeah, I feel like it, it is. It one million percent is, but I just don't know when I will have time to play it. Fair, that's a good point. Which I game. think is. Oh, you know what? You're not. But I'm also currently playing a very good portal game, so uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, the other two, like I'm not a multiplayer person, so I'm not like super super excited about them. Um, maybe Sea of Thieves, if there is like I don't know if there is. Is there a local co-op? Like, can I play no. with the girls on the same screen? That's no. a bummer. Yeah. So then I probably will stay away from those. Okay. Just because I don't think I'll I'll play them that much, but I'm excited they're here. Fair. What do you think's the next game? You got to think they got more cooking. And again, this is something like the Xbox community have to get used to. Just think the way they, they got used to their games going on PC. I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember the people flipping out in like, what is that? 2017. Uh, and now yeah. it's just like something normal. <laughs> so that is, that is an interesting question. Cause I don't know whether it's like a flagship Xbox title. Talk about that sunset overdrive. I mean, but doesn't Insomniac own that IP now? So they own the IP, same with PlayStation, but there's this oh, but weird this, thing. The OG one is still tied with. Microsoft. Yeah, there's a weird like distribution thing that Microsoft still has. Mm. It's very weird. It's like, yeah, you own it and you can okay. use some of it, but you can't I mean, use then, of it. in that it's case, weird. that just makes too much sense. Yeah, right? Do it. I would say that, but I also could totally see them next year, a year after it comes out, revisiting the indie talk. Mm. Okay. Just revisiting it. I, I, I know Phil said that it wasn't one of those, but maybe it's just because he was talking about the four titles. Well, and also like the way he said it, it's like, it's, it's not one of the four. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's not one of the four that we're talking about here, Like, but uh, I don't know. Like real talk, Blade? Yeah, that's coming to PlayStation. Like, uh, Indie? Yeah. yeah, that's like, those games are eventually going to come there. I remember when, you know, in back in December, where I was just like, why doesn't it have Game Pass? Why does it have the Xbox logo? Like, if I was me, I'd be plastering that shit everywhere. And now we kind of know the reasoning. They just don't know what platform it's going to be on first. Um, that's right. And didn't we talk about it some point last year where before he retired, Pete Hines was like, kind of upset with not being able to ship to 
Yeah. So back. Uh, so this was back in the Xbox, you know, acquiring Activision Blizzard game before it was like official, official. Where it was like an email chain of yeah. you can interpret it of him being like, so why does Activision stay multi-platform but we are exclusive? Yes. Yep. That's what it was. Because the misconception is that these devs actually care about a console war and they care about the box being so they care about oh. the game being so, being seen yeah. by the most people, the most eyes. They don't mm-hmm. they don't care as long as their creativity isn't uh, uh, hindered. Yeah, that's uh, s- Cindalu in chat real quick. Yeah. Shouts out State of Decay. Ooh, that would be kind of fun. Best memory is State of Play or sorry State of Decay. Um, what's the difference nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> was loading no. into a game, and uh, I'll never forget this best, one of the best gaming moments. I loaded in, and as soon as I loaded in, Sean Capri shot someone in the head. <laughs> like a teammate. <laughs> like, what, did I just walk in on an execution? That would be really cool, though. That's really funny. I, I my, feel My only state of decay memory is yeah. a friend of the show and friend of ours, uh, blessing at AOE Junior is yeah. in State of Decay too. Is he really? He's one of the the zombies. They scanned oh, him into the game. Oh, that's oh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, starting with more of the smaller games and like an Ori would be nice as well. Like, especially because that is already on Switch. Right. PlayStation is the last one. So maybe work on yeah, you know, work it out with between your community so that. It's kind of like the, the the you know the frog in the boiling water type of situation, where they never don't heard know. that analogy. Where you dip a frog in boiling water, he'll jump out. But if you put him in water and you slowly, you know, put up the temperature, it doesn't realize and you cook him. Never heard that in my life. Yeah, I think it, Joe out here <laughs> boiling frogs. <laughs> it's a it's a bad bit family we, tradition. <laughs> uh, we just learned what Joe does during the summertime That's when right. he's not podcasting or working. He's outside searching for frogs. <laughs> yep. To start boiling up for his sick, <laughs> sick experiments. Sexual needs. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, oh. Oh. But yeah, like I would start with the the smaller stuff, then work our way to the yeah to the bigger stuff. Though, like, still the rumor of Gears of War being floated around. Be wild. Let it happen. Okay. Enough of this. He said, she said, Regis Prime writes in, Hello, boys. Just a flyby question. With Sea of Thieves officially announced for PS5, how, uh, sorry, how before there's a, okay, how much longer before there's a full-blown war on the seas? PlayStation v Xbox winner, Controller controls the four C's. About ten minutes is my guess. I'd I'd say it already is starting. <laughs> it's being planned right now. Uh, no, it's gonna last. First off, it's gonna start the moment. Like Sea of Thieves fans, they're hungry for new blood, man. <laughs> so like as soon as they as soon as they see PlayStation's what is it April thirtieth, uh, Sea of Thieves is gonna blow up. Because there's new people to to grief. That said, though, it's going to take imagine about... the the chat, the the <laughs> between pirate crews. Oh yeah, they're like white sails. Let's go for them. Like that's what it's going to be, because <laughs> you know they're new. So yeah. a little thing about Sea of Thieves, from what I've known, a white sail ship means you're either really good and you're a Smurf account, or you're brand new. Let's go take advantage of them. <laughs> Let's see what they got. Let's steal their riches. 
I would say it lasts about five minutes until the PC players get into it. Then there will be a gentleman's agreement, a shaking of the hands. It, it's going to be like the Gimli and Legolas meme of like, you know, what what if what if I'm dying next to a friend? Aye, that'll do. And it's like the sea of PC players. That's what Fair, it's going to be yeah. like. Because PC players of Sea of Thieves, disgusting. Like, they're legitimately gross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they're in- they're incredible. It's it's nuts. Like, some of the things... Oh, gross in a good way. Yeah, in a bad way. They make me sick because it's a mouse and a keyboard. Oh, but okay. They're, and they're able to, like, do weird turns because of the damn mouse. It's mm. cheating. It's a, it's a PCs for cheaters. Um, but yeah, five minutes, five minutes. Elephant writes in, uh, first time writer. And also you can hey. write in too, uh, via the discord, the trophy room discord link down below, uh, join the amazing community. I ask for, you know, how divers members literally every night <laughs> at 10 PM. I'm like, let's go. Let's, let's liberate for democracy, you know, and all that stuff. Join us. And then each and every Wednesday, you get to write your question in on the show. Anyway, they write. So. Question for this week for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, that was a premature yeah. All right, or is it the Achievement Hall? Oh, <laughs> At this I don't point, know. total hy- hypothetical here. But now that Xbox is releasing titles on multi platforms, if they were ever to do a limited edition hardware, albeit the Dual Sense or the fins what is that i don't know the flaps uh, oh the let little the flippity flaps flaps. Oh, yeah let the flat yeah let's get weird with the flaps um it's the console covers <laughs> what would you like them to do personally for me it's got to be the master chief controller and for the console plates maybe a cheeky pulse headset to go with would be the absolute oh come on we're having a good time here banger Thanks for all the great work you guys are doing and add a lot to the conversation. And I have to have a slang of a good time. Who listening each and every week. Cheerio chumps from across the pond. All right, Thanks finished. for writing in. Thank you. All right. So we get to make our custom PlayStation the Xbox themed. Mm-hmm. Are we getting. What do you want? You want a Halo one? I would argue the purple one is covenant looking enough. Ooh, fair. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe when you turn on turn it on. <laughs> that's, the, that's the elite noise, Kyle. You don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were having a stroke. Notice no. my <laughs> rush to make sure you're okay. Yeah, um, no, it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, what do I want? What do you want? Tell Papa. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of what DualSense would be c- cool. I I love the Xbox, like, limited edition controllers where you press yeah. the button and it makes, like, the like the noise of whatever game. It's, like, for example, like, you turn on the uh, Star Wars edition Xbox 360 and it was R2-D2 noises. Ooh. Uh, Gears of Wars, Chainsaw. If I'm making a Halo PlayStation 5... When I turn it on, I want it to be a little grunt going, we're all going to die. <laughs> like, I want that. I want a grunt. Right, this, this, is a little, this is a little cheating. Okay. okay. It's not a singular IP or franchise or, or technically it's it's none of those. Okay. Just open up 
the uh, the design lab to dual sense. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Let's just you know create our own thing and customize it to whatever we want. I'm so jealous that that is the thing yeah. that I don't understand. PlayStation hasn't stolen yet. I know. Well, you, why? Because I feel like they don't need to. Because like Do, really, every time they got a new color, they always seem to sell out. No, I get it. Yeah, it's doing great. But Xbox also sells out from there already like there has to be something colors whatever there's got there's got to be something production wise why it's not as easier said than done type of thing yeah i would love to have like different colored shoulder buttons right yeah instead of just black like i would love to really just customize it all out i think it would look sick yeah yeah (sighs) no also i think i'm getting i think i'm getting old enough where like limited edition consoles aren't doing it for me anymore fair it's like, why do I want my... And as I say that, like, when Wolverine comes out, I'm going to be an idiot. Go buy the panels, oh. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'll, like, I'll do for a nice, like, controller. But, like, when it comes to, like, a console, I want it to kind of fit next to the TV. I yeah. don't know. I'm an idiot, and I'm also bad with money. But, like, um, <laughs> honestly, like, the Edge controller, um, I would... I would love it to have like make chainsaw noises when I'm chainsawing someone. It's really about like the haptics and like the adaptive triggers that I like really want from some of these Xbox games. It's not even like the look, you know. All right, Kyle, that's it. Xbox is dead. Long live PlayStation. The war is over. We won. Don't worry, Xbox guys. I will buy your games for you so that your company may live another day because I am the hero, not Phil. I am. Okay. Not Lion Ryan or Fib and Phil. <laughs> Mr. Badman. <laughs> all right, Kyle. That was all my little console war shenanigans. It's time to get into what I'm truly excited about. Take it away. Uh, really quickly for the YouTube chat. I'm just now realizing how delayed we are. How delayed That's are a we? YouTube thing. I don't understand. Oh, fair enough. The chat and from where we are in the conversation seems to be behind a little bit. Oh, all right. Which is a bit of a bummer. Suck so, it, YouTube. Apologies, YouTube chat. Oh, yeah. Podcasters, apologies. Podcast listeners, you know, it doesn't matter to yeah. you. It's Life's fine. a puppy. Is that another frog boiling analogy? No, that's a comedy bang bang reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring, Shadow of the Earth Trees, first trailer release date are here. This comes from Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. In time to return to the it's time to return to the lens between Elden Ring developer released the first trailer for the open world role playing games expansion Shadow of the Earth Tree on Wednesday and finally revealed the release date. Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree will be released June 21st. Players will track Mikola through the land of shadow in the expansion and come face to face with a formidable new foe Mesmer the Impaler, a powerful boss who appears to have a strong connection to Mikola and Millennia. Ooh, there's going to be 10 bosses. There's going to be uh, the land is as big as Limgrave, the surface uh, Mm -hmm. side of it. A bunch of new types of weapons and new skills. You got a a crossbow that's like pretty much a magic assault rifle. Yeah, dude. There is a a Liu Kang kick happening in this trailer. You're turning into a porcupine that's shooting Which, mortars. Sh- shout <laughs> out to Tamor Hussein over at GameSpot. Did a side by side. That kick is from Sekiro. 
Oh, really? It's from an enemy, I think, in Sekiro. It's straight uh, up kind of the same thing. The, yeah, the, the ninja dudes annoy the shit out of me. Lazy developers, let me tell you something. They're reusing assets? There's a lot of Bloodborne in this trailer, too. Like, Man, jeez. <laughs> totally unoriginal. I want my developers take it, working. Taken from RKG. Lazy Michael Zaki. Lazy, <laughs> lazy Michael, Michael Zaki, dude. <laughs> um god that's great that's great shout out to rkg uh they're so good okay kyle yeah i want to know where you were when you saw this news dropped how are you feeling um as someone who loves elden ring yeah uh it, it, it kind of a new from software boy yeah how are you new feeling? souls boy in general yeah how are you feeling about it oh my god i yeah. there I've, i dropped multiple f-bombs watching the trailer out of pure excitement Bro. um I'm so excited, Joe, that I've contemplated reinstalling Elden Ring like today. Yeah. Knowing that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is next week. Yeah. I was like, man, you know what? What's one more run through the lands between? You know, like, let's just, like, let's just 80 go. Hours. You know, it's fine. I got nothing else to do. Real talk. You could boot up the PS4 version, earn that trophy again. <sighs> you know what? You're not wrong. Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. Um. Yeah, this trailer's awesome. When I saw the tweet, my initial thought was, okay, uh, 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 what, what's the league we're in with the uh, Fantasy Critically? XCP and Nerd Chat folks? <sighs> They're screwed. They're really we done, have dude. it. They're really it's done. done. <laughs> Embarrassing. It's over. Embarrassing. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited to, to play it. I feel yeah. bad for the other Souls-like game that comes out on the same day. <laughs> Oh really? Uh, there, is, there's another Souls game. It's an indie Souls game that comes out the same day. Well, not anymore. They're gonna be moving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's cool that it's forty bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They haven't really talked too much about like, are we carrying our character over? Are we keeping our stats like or a brand new, fresh run? True. I'm not familiar with other DLCs. I know how Bloodborne does it with yeah. the old hunter stuff yeah it very much it's depends. tricky it's it's tricky you might you might need to make a new character you might not that's, that's something I'd, I'd like some clarification on for sure but that um, like the way you enter it is pretty late in the game yeah unless they make it like its own separate like you can just spawn there and start so if there's a way of like hey here's your old save right before yeah. you got elden lord mm -hmm. um or not who, who knows what happens yeah. um you take you know uh, Ronnie to prom, it, maybe you do this DLC on top of it because yeah, there is a connection between two of the main characters of this of this game, so it would make sense that maybe I don't know. That's a very that's a really good question. They they could take this any which way they want. Um, and and just the fact that I think it was in an IGN interview. I don't think you have this here. Hmm. Um. He talked about how the 10 bosses that are in here, he took inspiration from Millennia. God bless, because it's the best so, boss I've ever made. I'm going to be yelling and screaming. I will probably break a dual sense or two. 100%. <laughs> Millennia, that one hurt. That one hurt so a lot. Most of the bosses are in that same ilk ballpark yeah i'm in trouble and the thing that you don't know as like a new from software boy yeah. is that 
oftentimes the DLC, well, you know this because of the old hunters. Yeah. The yeah, DLC yeah. is even better than the base game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, their yeah. pedigree of building. The cool thing here is, like, this DLC, they know what they got here. They're making a collector's edition of the DLC. <laughs> And I was I was surprised there was a lot like um there was like voice lines. Yeah. I like I got more of the story in this trailer than I think I did for the original Elden Ring. Yeah. Trailer, which yeah. is kind of cool. Now Kyle, the collector's edition you can only get from Bandai Namco. So yep. though, mm-hmm. you know, From Software bought the rights to uh Elden Ring, still mm-hmm. working with them at least for the rest of this DLC. Um and they also have a collector's like edition helmet, just like they did with that. Millennia. Yeah. yeah, Kyle, I can confirm, I did buy both. The helmet too. Now, here's my question to you, sir: <laughs> Do I keep the helmet because it kind of looks a little dumb, or do I? Uh, sorry, do I do I drop the helmet or do I keep the helmet because who knows that boss fight could be really cool and then I look at that helmet differently. I don't know how to answer that question. That's right, because I like the statue's cool. I'm a I I would like to see it in person. Fair. I don't think I'm a huge fan of how red it is. Okay. And the only other color is like a monochrome kind of like I don't know if I love that look so much. Okay. It okay. looks cool in the game. I just right. don't know. Like how detailed is the millennial one? Like, is it a good statue? Oh, it's a great statue. I got it right behind me. You wanna take a look? Yeah. You wanna take a gander? Sure. Yeah, but like if for those that have it, if that is as if that's like a high quality statue, and we're not in Nathan Drake Uncharted Four territory, no, it's then... it's good. It's a good statue. It's not like the best thing ever. Sure, but like it's solid. Even like the Sekiro is still their best one, the cheapest one too. I think it was like ninety bucks. Damn. Okay. But Millennia. I was pissed off because I couldn't get the helmet, but this one is still good. Yeah, I say I say you should definitely get the keep the statue one. Right, but maybe drop the helmet. Maybe I bring a woman into the, into this bedroom. They're like, "Why do you have?" A Did they Game have of the Millennia helmet? helmet from the? But it sold out. Okay, hold on. Well, how much is that Millennia helmet now? Like, is it a million like, dollars? Super expensive probably. though. <laughs> I don't know what the exchange rate is, but probably like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that, you know, that helmet that will be mine one day, and I just know I'll pl- pay a. a astronomical figure for it but yeah i yeah i see it for like over 200 bucks really only 200 they Kyle. might be they might be replicas but it's hard to find an actual like send me a link after one. the show because i'm, I'm oh. interested <laughs> okay. the helmet's so fucking cool i just can't even all right kyle here here's the thing elden ring i think about it uh almost on a daily basis mm-hmm. um Earlier that morning, I was like, man, I woke up literally going, man, isn't Elden Ring just the greatest game ever made? <laughs> it is. <laughs> and that just gave me the energy to to live. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. I had a really tough day at work, and like in between it, what got me through was like seeing in 16 hours this trailer was going to drop, and then the Nintendo Direct happened. I was like, okay, uh, when do I get Elden Ring? And oh my God, the best three minutes of my life. Let me tell you, it, amazing. It's not even better than, it's better than Prime Not Prom Night. Like, that's how good it was, you know? Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Even Luke Mom agree. Uh, hey But yeah, no, it's incredible trailer. I just, 
I just can't wait. It's like, okay, more Elden Ring. And I'm just going to yeah. dive on in. Do, do, do you have like a favorite enemy that you saw or uh, an area? Because I have, I have a couple areas that really excited me. Um, the big giant lion boss that kind of reminded me of the third to last boss. The big giant lion boy. Malekith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That one. Yeah, that, cool. that, that boss fight was pretty did cool. You, did you notice it looked like we're getting uh, bear versions of like the dragon art? Yeah. Or something like it looked like his arm turned into a giant bear hand. Mm-hmm. A couple like, bosses oh, do that. So like I wonder what Yeah, I wonder how the lore is gonna explain some of that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I personally was very taken to the uh the area with all like the really gloomy branches over yep. like this house. I love the look of that. I love the jar, the staircase with like the jars hanging. Mm-hmm. It's like they're clearly that's where they're making living jars. Yep. I'm very excited about that. And uh shout out to that uh fire basket giant dude. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like in the beginning I'm like, this is the dumbest enemy. Oh my god, it's got a yelly face. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like all right, you were cooking on this one from. Yeah. That said, DLC looks great. Can't wait to buy yeah. it. Yeah, it's great. But Kyle, I, w- I would like you to read the update here. Sure, yeah. Very I texted you this stuff. as soon as I found it. Yeah. yeah, yeah Update yeah. from Eurogamer's Ed Nightingale. <clears throat> from software's boss, Hideke... Hideke... Hold on. From soft boss, Hide... How do you say his first name? Why can't I say it? Uh, now you're going to put me on the spot. Uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. There you go. Hide... I can't do it. Miyazaki has discussed the possibility of a Bloodborne remake and the benefits of waiting for new hardware on which to revisit the beloved PlayStation 4 classic. Quote, it is a title we hold very dear and just as much as our fans. Miyazaki told Eurogamer when questioned about the possibility of a Bloodborne remake in an interview timed alongside today's proper unveiling of the Elden Ring DLC. It does make me very happy to see that there are still so many people passionate about it end quote but would a remake benefit from newer hardware to make the release worthwhile from software's demon souls for example was remade as a ps5 launch title after originally launching on ps3 a double console generation leap that meant the re-release felt more significant quote i think having new hardware is definitely a part of what gives these remakes value miyazaki said Things you weren't able to achieve on previous generations of hardware, ways you weren't able to render specific expressions, new hardware sometimes makes it possible. Miyazaki apologized for being unable to say anything more specific about remaking the PS4 exclusive, but said he was quote-unquote thrilled at the game's continued response. Quote, Put simply, it makes me very happy to see it's a title with a lot of specific memories, both for me and the staff who worked on it, he said. And when we see those passionate voices in the community, of course, it makes us feel thrilled. It makes us feel very fortunate to have that and to have those memories, end quote. Very interesting. I'm going to call this a philism. When you say something without saying it, when you take a noncommittal stance and talk about how great things are, Kyle, I've learned a thing or two from working in PR, and I, sure. I, I bet you have too. Yeah. That is a non-answer. Why not just say we're not working on it? He's He talked about years prior going, we would love to work on Bloodborne, but that's up to Sony. This is a way different response to that. Would you not think? Uh, that's uh, the case this, here, so. I've, it, this sounds like 
exactly how Phil answered when uh, he was asked, what are the four games? Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's not my place. They have plans. They're going to tell them. To me, this reads that he knows about it. It's not from software, but it's Bluepoint. This is what this reads to me, how he can't talk about it because it's not his thing to talk about. Another team is putting in that work like a Bluepoint. Yeah, some people would say like, oh, yeah, Bluepoint, they're working on a new IP, and that's true. Uh, but I would definitely – I. All right, hear me out here, Kyle. All right, let's get into the weeds. I know nothing. No one tells me anything. I just work off hunches, and I'm a great guesser. That's all I am am in this world, okay? I'm good, I'm good at reading the room and seeing what's, what Joe's feels right. Joe's good at reading the room. That's right. Going on excellent TED Talks. Yep. Boiling frogs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the free things. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, yeah. I, this is him saying something's cooking now. That said, here's how I tie it into the title of the show. Analysts have said, we've heard it time and time again, a PlayStation 5 Pro is coming out at the end of this year. The weird thing is that there is nothing to tout this new hardware with. Like, theoretically, we got Concord, but nothing else. I mean, you know, uh, 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 Hiroki Totoki... I said, like, there's no sequels. Don't expect any sequels. Do you think? He didn't say no remakes. He didn't say no remasters. Do you think, Kyle, because my day in the sun will come. I know it's going to, it, it will be here. Do you think it's a PlayStation 5 Pro version of Bloodborne that I will get? Or do you think that this is a PlayStation 6 launch title? And when I see it, uh, on that future PlayStation showcase that my soul will leap from my body. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking more and more that this is a PS5 Pro thing. Yeah? Tell me why. Because the 10-year anniversary is next March. Ooh, we... We are so close. Oh, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 good years. Um... I believe, I believe so because that was the whole point of me picking up a Bloodborne remaster in Fantasy Critic. Yeah, is if it doesn't come out this year, that's fine. But I want to see a trailer just to see your heart sink just for a little tiny little you mini school second. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I get it. Like you know, we've been friends for so long. You think you know me? I'm a bit of a mystery because honestly. Fantasy critic, I'd be like, good, good, get whatever. I don't, care. I don't care. I'll dress up as a mummy. I don't know what the bet is. Like, I, I get what I've always wanted. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like March a Bloodborne remake, and then the birth of my first child is like, <laughs> it's like a close, it's neck and neck. Yeah, uh, next know? March would be a, a full ten years since release, so I can totally. If we are getting a PS5 Pro this fall, I could totally imagine a new Bloodborne remaster is something that touts 60 frames 4k seamless hdr everything is possible without a without the need for a performance and quality mode right it being like the, the smart fl- the thing, ai sampling that they're teasing for the, it. the yeah. one thing that everyone has been screaming from the rooftops is bloodborne at 60 frames or just an updated version of bloodborne and and what better way to showcase a brand new pro hardware than the game that is one of the most requested remakes remasters out there. 
I mean, just think about it. All they got to do is show, because the, the place where it chugged the most is Old Yarnum. You go over that first bridge, and it's it, you don't even see a flicker. Yeah, no, you know? yeah. Ooh-wee. I think it's let happening. Me, I think let me see the cleric beasts and all the tendrils move so smoothly and... And you're going to have some nerd up there telling us all about those tensions and going, yep, I'm writing this down. I'm going to relay it on the pod. Exactly. Yep. Oh, my God. It's going to, it's going to cap. It's going to, it's going to happen. I think I'm, I'm feeling it. I just don't, my only concern goes back to, I leave for Italy on May 29th and I come back on the third. There is a very good possibility. I missed the uh, PlayStation showcase and Everybody, I just want you all to know as much as I would love to share my reaction to y'all if we see it, because God, I hope and I pray. Don't worry. Text me and make sure I'm alive. Uh, tweet at me at Mr. Badbit. Make sure I did not have a heart attack uh, because that would be a thing that takes me just like how they took my grandpa. You know, it's <laughs> it's the pure shock of it. Oh, amazing. Amazing. All right, Kyle. It's time for the next topic of uh, discussion, my friend. Yeah, just another, you know, kind of big news on a Wednesday in, in February. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There was a question that went along with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Na- Nasty Boots writes in. Again, just like you can't do over at the Trophy Room Discord server. Do you think... I'm sorry. Do you think this comments for the Bloodborne remake, the Hunter's Essence trophy, uh, won't glitch so that I could finally have the platinum? Just do it right, and I think it'll pop. <laughs> what is the the trophy? I don't know. I'll look it up after. Oh, oh, yeah. all regular weapons and firearms. Oh, I know where you're missing. Don't yeah, worry, you're probably me. just missing one. Yeah, talk to me about it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where where you were you were led astray. I mean, I got it in like forty something hours, so I yeah. don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there's a lot of weapons in that game. It's not yeah. just like the base yeah. four. It's like you got to get the 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 pinwheel one, which is the whirly twirly. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you got to get the samurai sword. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's so OP. All right, Kyle. Isn't next. there like a can? Isn't there like a cannon gun? Yeah, the cannon one. That's the gimmick, though. Yeah. yeah. This comes from the PlayStation blog. New modes, Hellfire Gala suits, and accessibility features, plus suits created in collaboration with game heads, are coming to Spider-Man 2. We cannot explain to you how grateful we have been for everyone who has picked up Marvel Spider-Man 2 over the holiday season. Everyone here at Insomniac Games is proud of the game, and we're very excited to share details with you about the major title update that will hit your PS5 console on March 7th. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 version 1.002 will bring New Game Plus to the game. We know many of you have been eager to replay the game on a harder difficulty with all your suits and abilities carrying over. Or perhaps you just want or perhaps you want to just replay a favorite mission or two. You can do that too, and there's more to unlock with ultimate levels, golden gadget styles, and more. Speaking of styles, we've added suit styles for several Peter's symbiote symbiote story suits in the game allowing you to further customize your look if you play and unlock them via new game plus ultimate levels and yes you'll be able to set which color your symbiote abilities are as well but we couldn't just stop at new styles we know how much you all love when we add new add suits with no additional cost to the game you're in luck we brought Marvel's Hellfire Gala suits to the game for both Peter and Miles. Peter sports the design created by Russell 
Dowderman, and Miles gets his iconic look from Bernard Chang's gorgeous Hellfire, Hellfire Gala variant cover from Miles Morales Spider-Man number 8. And you'll want to show those looks off as much as possible with our updates to photo mode, including action figure mode and stickers. You'll also be able to change the time of day once you complete the story, allowing you to get all those cool photo mode shots with just the right lighting. Make sure you share them with us on social by using the hashtag #InsomGamesCommunity hashtag. This update also contains some major updates for accessibility. We've added audio descriptions and screen reader to the game. We know that these features were highly anticipated, and we're thankful to the community for giving us a little extra time to ensure they were polished and ready to be released. We also have additional features like cinematic captions and high contrast outlines among several new features added to this update. We're also excited to announce two new suits from Marvel Spider-Man 2 that Insomniac Games, Marvel Games, and Gameheads have partnered to create. Early access to the Fly and Fresh suits will be available for $4.99. Starting on March 7th, 2024 and continuing through April 5th, 2024, PlayStation will donate $4.99, 100% of the purchase price of each Fly and Fresh suit pack in the United States to Gameheads up to $1 million. We appreciate your help in supporting game, Gamehead's mission of empowering low-income youth and youth of color to thrive in the video games industry. Don't worry, we don't plan to start charging for suits in Marvel Spider-Man 2. The Fly and Fresh suit pack will be available for no additional cost to all players at a later date. Man, Insomniac's cool, man. <laughs> they're so cool. They're, they're they're fantastic. I love this studio. I I'm definitely to... whether I use those suits or not, I'm definitely buying those. Suits. Exactly, it goes to a good cause. I I, yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, no, they had a terrific video as well about like making this industry a better place, and it starts with like helping organizations that help people to you know give them the tools they need to create. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, same here. Like I don't. I don't think I'm going to use these suits at all, but I'll pay like They're five cool bucks. looking. Yeah, they are. They're very nice. They're awesome. Both. I like Peter wearing the headphones mm-hmm. while yeah. he's swinging around. That's awesome. Yeah. Both both the new suits look pretty awesome. So yeah. that said, finally New Game Plus. Is this enough to bring you back? Try it out? Yeah. Yeah. There's I, even it, Mission it, Select, which is awesome. Which is very cool. I'm, I'm in a weird spot when I think of my time with Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Tell me about it. N- not that I think it's a bad game or... We spoke too highly of it because I still think it hits everything we talked about. Exactly. It's just that I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 (laughs) took over all memories of any video game I played in the last eight months. (laughs) And so I don't remember all of it. Yeah. There are certain moments, right? Like the final boss scene and the way that Mm -hmm. setting looked. I love that. Uh, I love the really cool side missions in spider-man 2 but i've been eager to like replay it just because i had such a good time yeah and i'm also super excited of kind of changing the symbiote to whatever color Mm -hmm. and then having the abilities actually match yeah like if i can rock a mets symbiote (laughs) color damn straight i am absolutely (laughs) of course i am yeah yeah this is cool this is really cool. I'm definitely going to jump back in because the pro- the only problem with Spider-Man 2 is that I beat it and then I played Alan Wake and then Baldur's Gate. <laughs> it's just like, man. Same. <laughs> there's just there's so much fun to be had with this game. I can't wait to play it again. New Game Plus and whatever updates they got uh, for this game as well. Like, I'm, I'm all in on. So, yeah, Spider-Man. What a game. I love it. Also, the Mission Select will also kind of 
fixes that one trophy with the zip line oh, takedowns. Yep. So if you were hung up on that when you first playing the game, now the ability to kind of go back to missions where there's a lot of enemies and yeah. with the zip line, you could get that plat. Yeah. Because I know that's an issue for a lot of people. There's definitely three par- parts in particular I want to get to and uh, or, or re-experience whatever um god yeah i i need to, i need to play this game again all right kyle that said it's time for some flashers gotta, gotta go fast oh my god there's so much to talk about so little time here's everything playstation related at the nintendo partner direct all right ready for this guys gang mm-hmm. grounded pentiment you knew that star wars battlefront classic collection never heard of it <laughs> march 14th ace insane writes question for joe there hype level for star wars battlefront classic collection i put hundreds of hours into those games back on ps2 so this release has me insanely hyped i think we talked about this a few years back of like man i'd really love them to 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 go back into this game and like re-release it but because ea now has it i doubt they they'd want to fiddle with it oh well, my you, god you know who, who's putting this out right aspire yeah where's that knight's remake where's that at fair <laughs> but let me tell you what this includes <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> All right, we got a bonus map, Jabba's Palace. We got for Star Wars Battlefront 2. It includes bonus maps of Bespin, a.k.a. Cloud City, uh, Renvar Harbor, Renvar Citadel, and Yavin 4 Arena. Ooh-wee. It includes bonus, holy shit, I didn't even know this, Asajj Ventress. Bro, sign me up. And my boy Kit Fisto. Shout out to you. You died super late. <laughs> you didn't even get a swing in, dude. <laughs> they give you they gave him ten minutes of looking badass underwater in a Clone Wars cartoon, only mm. to have him die mid swing to an oh, old no. man. <laughs> All right. Uh for the uh Battlefront 2 campaign, join the Rise of Darth Vader's Elite 501st Legion of Stormtroopers. Salute to the 501st. Uh, massive locations for 64-player online support. I I pray it's cross-play, but you know you doubt it. I would love. This is a game I play with the boys, but you know I'm gonna buy it both on Xbox and PlayStation. So yeah. you do that. Anyway. You'll probably it, buy it on Switch, too. Let's be honest. I'm so dumb with money nowadays. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Hero Assault is also playable on all ground maps, including the Death Star, Kashyyyk, Kamino, and Naboo for the first time ever. Fight with heroes, Mace Windu, Yoda, Luke Skywalker, and many others. My hype for this. You know how I was excited what for Dragon's... What about Broom Kid? Can we play as Broom Kid? I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for this. Like, you know, rise of Ronin's great. I bet yep. dragon's dogma two is probably a game of the year contender. That's great too, but I'm gonna, this has me. <laughs> I'm all in man. Oh my God. Through the roof. I I've put so many hours of this on PS2 through the roof. Okay. The next one, Kyle. Yeah. You ready? Monster Hunter Stories comes out summer 2024. Gundam Breaker 4 this year. And I see a lot of Xbox fans 
going, these are only coming to PlayStation. Phil, you, what are you doing here? I would just say, relax. I don't think anybody's really pining for Gundam Breaker 4. Just settle down. Uh, Unicorn Overlord demo out now. For realsies, it comes out on March 8th. This looks incredible. The, I, this one, this one. congratulations, you got it on a fantasy league. That's why Next I've up, been so, like, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. This, okay. uh, you know me. I'm not even, like, a big turn-based guy. Uh, this might do it. I'm not kidding you. I'm this. I might yeah. just pull the trigger on. I I, I want to make sure I get this correctly. Yeah, because I don't want to mis misspeak on the on the Please. wrong uh, studio. Because yeah. this is yeah, uh, Vanillaware. Vanillaware. Vanillaware does not miss no. artistically. Yeah, their games are just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Good I love up. the look of this. Whether I'm going to play it, probably not. But I love the way it looks. This is a portal game. Sure, yeah. So this is a no hands down, I'll be playing the crap out of that. Penny's big breakaway out now. This is by the Sonic Mania team. I know mm -hmm. it's mania, relax. Shimagami Tensei 5. Oh god, I nailed it. Vengeance out June 21st. That's getting moved. <laughs> Elden Ring, baby. Are you sure? I don't know. Nothing big's happening that You're day. right. <laughs> Who am I? Uh, Epic Mickey Rebrushed coming out later this year. Uh, looks, looks pretty good. Looks really good. Are you? Have you played any of the Epic Mickeys? I've only heard really good things about them, so I am tempted to try it out. Uh, yeah. Because I've only heard, like, this is I, actually a stellar platformer. I dabbled in this first one, but I remember nothing of okay. it. So I'm excited to play it. Yeah, excited. And it, a plat is, is involved as well. This is amazing. Okay. Arranger. A role puzzling adventure this summer. Hell yeah, dude. This is my game of the show. This looks so cool. Holy crap. So it's by the artist that did the work of uh, Behind Braid. Mm -hmm. And this team is making a puzzle game where the character is moving around the world, but it's like you're moving the world around the character. Yeah. Really It's cool. like they're on a stationary treadmill. Yeah, that like the floor moves in the direction you go, and so does everything that's on that vertical or horizontal line. Yeah, so you kind of have to figure out how to maneuver the world and how to get where you're going. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love. I love a unique take on a game, and this is very mm -hmm. unique. I would love to get the developers on this show because I always want. When I see a really interesting looking game, I'm just like, where were you? Were you in a coffee shop? Where you're like at at work and you're just like, here's a really brilliant idea. Where were you when when it, the light bulb just flickered? You know, you're like, oh wait, there's something here. I want to yeah, know for sure. All right. Last but not least, another crab's treasure is an upcoming underwater action game that has been inspired by the Dark Souls games. It has just received an official release date. The colorful Souls like will launch on April 25th. Not just an official release date. Yeah. The announcement that is coming to PlayStation. Oh. Before okay. today, it has only been an Xbox PC Switch game. Nice. So it finally coming day and date as everyone else is awesome. I'm so excited for this. Mm -hmm. I know you, you poo-pooed my pick on this one. Um, but after watching Mike play the demo, it looks super uh, um, unique. It looks mechanically sound like okay. a Souls game should. Okay. Uh, I'm very, very excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good luck, you know? Okay. Lies of P. 
I'm just saying, best non-From Software. Yeah. Souls like game. I agree. 82 on Metacritic. Yeah. And you think I should be afraid of this game on our fantasy critically? Absolutely. Everyone loves crabs. I hate crab. I'm allergic. I mean, okay. I'm not, but I just don't like them. <laughs> Take too much oh, effort. Oh, spouting lies over here. <laughs> you don't really boil frogs, do you? <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. <laughs> What's what, what I do in my private times um, uh, solely for me. <laughs> I thought this. I thought the direct was fine. Yeah, it was. I. I there was a section. Where it was going on all cylinders. It was speaking directly to me. I think it was yeah. around Another Crab's Treasure. I, I think uh, the way it started was a little bit slow. Not a whole lot for me. Um, then we got the really cool announcement of the Rare games coming to Nintendo Switch Online, which for a brief second I thought was a Rare replay. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's another one that's coming over. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, See, I didn't think that ended- for a second. I, I saw the, the, the like the rare game shots. I'm like, oh, maybe. Well, that's but. just because I know from endless Xbox podcast that tells me the reason why the rare replay works is because of the backwards compatibility of the Xbox. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. I did. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but then I think it ended not the greatest in their final announcement. Yeah. Which isn't for me. But. It is what I I can't. I can't even... Endless Ocean Endless something. Ocean, it's like a go. scuba diving adventure game. Scuba Steve. All right. Fair enough. I knew well, I knew Xbox well, or, or Nintendo fans were going to hate this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was just like, you want your Switch 2 announcement. You want your Metroid. I understand. Those things are coming. Just, just relax. Right. It's going to be next month. We're all going to be all right. Give it time. Give it time, man. All right. You know what? Also, we gave a lot of time, and now maybe we're sick and tired of it. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Not me. The Little Devil Inside finally resurfaces with a new trailer Kickstarter update. This comes from Sammy Barker over at Push Square. Almost four score <laughs> and four years ago <laughs> after the PS5 reveal at Sony's own future gaming event, Little Devil Inside has resurfaced with an important update and a new trailer that represents what the developer Neostream has been working on in Unreal Engine 5. Addressing Kickstarter backers, it's explained in a poem fashion that the studio grew in order to create Little Devil Inside, but now is back to a smaller bonded team in the search for a publisher. Those still at Neostream have common purpose, quote, just to make a great game. The update continues. All our core uh, founding and starting members are still here with the duty and conscience to fulfill what we set out to do. We know this doesn't uh, this doesn't and shouldn't justify all the delays and the lack of news, but we're still here and we've always will be. It believes that it's now in a much stronger position to deliver Little Devil Inside. The team explains that now it, it's in open talks with publishers, which means it'll soon, quote, be able to answer what everybody wants to know. Presumably... The team is referring to a release date. Strubles and Bits writes in, Hello to the two most handsome PlayStation podcast co-hosts. <laughs> it's me. It's Kyle. All right. Uh, side of the Erd tree. Hoo-wee, look at that. Uh, sorry I've been so quiet as of late. No worries. Life has certainly kept me busy, doesn't it all? Uh, but no, I've been rooting for you boys every week as you continue to drop slanger episode after slanger episode. God bless. Uh, 
with all gaming news dropping today, how wild is it that they release a Little Devil Inside trailer today? It lives! Thank you for all your hard work you do each and every week. It does not get unnoticed. And also, have a great show. P.S. Kyle, I'm insanely excited about the 6-1 Showcase next month. Hell yeah. Ooh-wee. And Black Wyver also writes, hope you, uh, both are doing great. Uh, sorry, both are doing well. Are you excited about Little Devil Inside? What do you think, or do you think it'll release this year? Kyle? Also, just really quickly, because uh, you skipped the, the what they ended it on. Oh, I just, sorry. I just love how they ended their Go for it. Kickstarter thing. They they said, quote, thank you all for everything we've not forgotten, never will. Which, to me, and I've seen a lot of people throw this comparison around, yeah. where they're like, Little Devil Inside is just imba- abandoned. It's not a real game. To me, like, this team actually cares. They've been through the ringer, it sounds like. Yeah. Like, I actually fully believe these words than whatever the other guy's name is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm super excited for Little Devil Inside. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how unique it looks. Yeah. I'm happy that they're in a spot where they've gotten down to, like, the core of what they want to make and how to make it and the best people in the room to help make that happen. And they're kind of all on the same page. To me, this read as like there was new people that were hired and they wanted to do this and the core team wanted to do that. And it just seems like a lot of infighting. Sure. And maybe they tried, they got too ambitious with it. Sure. And and they had to kind of like narrow that scope down. I've heard some people say like this was kind of hinted at maybe PlayStation they're upset with. I mean, but. I can maybe see that. To me, I feel like it's more on a team level than a PlayStation kind of indie partner kind of thing. If I could be honest, it does sound like when it goes for we're looking for partners, it probably or publishers. It probably sounds like PlayStation didn't like where this was going and went, "Mm, "Nah, I'm sorry." Yeah, this this doesn't make sense for us, and that's probably why they had to readjust. That's what at least it, it speaks to me. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I mean, it could be true. Yeah, I hope not. But yeah, I, I hope nothing but the best for this team. And seeing how mm-hmm. they've repurposed it for Unreal Engine Five, awesome, excellent. The game looks super unique. Yeah, uh, I'm super down for that. So yeah, I'm so uh, excited. To, to answer the second part of Black Wyvern's question, I don't think it's this year. Next year be my guess at some point. Yeah, maybe early next year, second half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but if they're getting to that stage, that still means they got to set up marketing and all that stuff. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kyle, take your time, Neo Stream. Take your we're, time. We're, we have not forgotten. Yeah, don't worry because we got a lot of PSP games to play on our PlayStation yeah. Portals, baby. As the next story on the list explains, uh, PlayStation Portal already hacked and to run PSP games. This comes from the amazing Zarmina Khan over at PlayStation Lifestyle. A group of Google engineers banded together. Look at this, Google. <laughs> of course, you know the enemy. Anyway, a successful. Like they have nothing better to do yeah. than this right here. <laughs> Go fix your Gmail, okay? I got so many spams in my in my inbox. Get to it, all right? But actually, keep on hacking this thing. This is cool. Uh, well, sorry. I'm not endorsing it, but it. I think it's cool. All right. Uh, this, this is, like, just um, before you continue. Yeah. This is just so weird how, like, a giant billion-dollar company is like, yeah, no, we're doing something you shouldn't do. 
<laughs> but like we did it so what are you gonna do about it it's okay we thought this <laughs> but don't you cool. do it exactly let us like it's Let's weird see. um so they've hacked it to run PSP games. The group managed to get a PSP emulator, PPSPP, <laughs> uh, to run natively on the handheld, but have said that they still have a lot to work to do. The development was shared by Google's cloud vulnerability research and Andy Nugan on Twitter, who clarified that the hack didn't involve fiddling with the portal's hardware. Nugan, and I'm sorry if I butchered your name, uh, and other... Uh, Google employees managed to get the handheld installed, or sorry, get the hack installed after more than a month of trying. Nugan added since that since the group is still working on other things, like your goddamn jobs, guys, Jesus, they don't plan to release the hack in the near future. Nugan's tweet garnered positive response from fo uh, followers who bemoaned the portal's limited use. The handheld is merely a remote player for the PlayStation 5, but doesn't yet support cloud uh, gaming, so it's limited to running games installed on, sorry, excuse me, the system. Kyle Stevenson, the trophy room. It's me. This is cool. This is neat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I enjoy it. I, uh, how do they get the games on the emulator? I think probably they like on the USB C back. There's probably a dongle, and they just oh, that's you know? fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's fair. That's fair. That said, though, I want to play Dynasty Warriors on. <laughs> on oh. the portal so give me the psp version of uh dynasty warriors and i'm a happy boy i i think at this point i will say there are very few games that are only available on psp that i'm eager to play okay minus the god of war games those are the only two that i think are not like easily accessible to me in this sure. current state but like most other PSP games, I either have updated versions on, like Star Ocean Two, or we're getting through PS Plus with like Resistance. Yeah, and Crisis Core got which its own I'm remaster. really excited like, for Resistance Retribution. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's that's something I'm aiming to play. I think that's plat. out. Like I think we can play that now. Yeah, right now. Sweet. It just came out literally today. Uh, that said, Kyle, listen, don't believe the propaganda. Hell divers never die. Dot, dot, dot. They just respawn. Helldivers 2 reaches. As of recording, they've broken the record. Yet again, 457,649 as of recording the podcast. And 556,999 of them are not fighting the bots. That's we right. We have an issue in the bot with the bots. Get your asses over there. Get over to the front line where it matters. The bugs can wait. The automatons need to go. Jesus, how are okay. we going to win this war? How are we going to win this war? People ignore the biggest threat. If the cowards out there are too scared to fight the robots that they're fighting little bugs. Okay. Oh, the charges are really tough. Nah, I got the railgun, dude. I'm totally fine. Go over there. Democracy is needed galaxy wide, not in the one sector where That's there right. are bugs. Democracy is at a tipping point. All right. Where we might lose it this year. Okay. There is an evil, evil side of this galaxy that wants to see democracy ruined. They want to see managed democracy destroyed. Go out there. 
Lay your life down for managed democracy, for super earth, okay? Jeez. Jeez. Cowards. Cowardice. The cowardice of people. I've been, and listen, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something really crazy. Okay. I like I like finding the automatons even more. I think I think oh. that when you see the the lasers zip past you, that's a dopamine hit, dude. That oh yeah, the, this game, this game never ceases to make you feel like you're in the middle of the shit, you know. Silk added says Lady Liberty needs more server space to spread <laughs> democracy. That too, which <laughs> shout out to this team and shout out to the CEO as the- well. Who's they, like, they know what's wrong. They, they know what's wrong. They're already patching it so that like the server issue, hopefully in the next coming week or two, is going to be fixed. But just how realistic they are. Um, so like they, they talk about like we're not just going to hire everybody. Like we're not going to suddenly grow the team and just to lay them off. Like w- what we see these trends do. Trust me, we're going about it the right way. We're growing smart. We're not growing fast. We're going to do things the right way. I really dig those type of responses from the CEO. And uh, just did they also also say maybe I did somebody made this up, but like they mentioned, no, it's okay to not buy it until it works. He he literally is like, it's okay not to buy it until it works like the way it it should. Like, you're totally right. I yeah, I love that energy. And it makes me want to buy the game even more. You know, I already have it. I know. Um, but yeah, th- this game's incredible, man. It, it, I, I love what like a lot of the consensus is. It's like it reminds me when like multiplayer games were pure. It was, it wasn't like this like, you know, constantly evolving it's not about, thing. It's something. It's simple. not about like kill streaks or high scores. Right. It's, it's more just having fun. Like dying isn't the end of the world. It's yeah. part of a thing. And even like as like I've only saw one person grief. And I made them feel guilty about it. Like someone stole like a sure. sample and then the other guy shot him in the head. I go, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't be dumb. You screw yeah. us all over. And it's so funny because like the game's like built off like like capitalism, like, yeah, like managed <laughs> yeah. democracy. Yeah. But it's actually at the end of the day, it's like the most socialist game in the world. <laughs> it's about working together for common goals. You're all sharing like your loot. Like there's nothing, there's nothing about I love its underlying themes. I think it's yeah, it's really silly and it's really smart. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that said, Kyle, uh, as of this podcast records, it's a PlayStation VR 2's one year anniversary. Quick thoughts, Kyle. How are you feeling Hello. about PlayStation VR to one year in as you struggle <laughs> to get it on your face? Oh, you got it. Yeah, I I so. My back is hasn't been good enough to use this. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of games, um, I the seated position doesn't work all that great. Fair enough. Um so I haven't used it in a while, but I still think it is the most impressive VR thing from yeah. what I played. I realize that there is new Oculus uh headsets and they're they're probably way better. But from what I've used, this is like super cool and i think the games that i did get to play or have played are well worth it mm-hmm. um i love it i just wish that there were i just wish more the on the marketing it and, better yeah like and and maybe not like maybe that's a weird way of saying it because we are getting games but they're not like super marketed and and known for everybody yeah 
what like they like I feel we like we feel they should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like with the like the meta quest. Like we're still waiting for our Asgard's wrath. You know. Yes. We're still yeah. waiting for our Half Life Alex, and I think games Horizon's like, close. Horizon's close, but like All the Mountains close. We're st- we s- we're still yet to be there yet, and that's the thing that's that's a bummer. But like you know. Um, like games like Synapse though are like absolutely incredible. Demio's fantastic. So like, there's really great experiences on PSVR too. It's just the lack of really seemingly PlayStation support is a bummer. It really is. That said though, also um, just really quickly, yeah, I I just checked to see if it was in the doc, but um, one of our community members shout out that legendary Tales yes. game. He said yeah. that they said that it's great, like forty hours. It's a good time, and Ooh, okay. not a lot of people are talking about it. So, okay, there is a new VR game out there that people enjoy. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle. It's time for the next little bit of flash news. Final Fantasy VII open world section of the demo is live today. It updates the demo from last week. Yeah. So a demo got an update, and now you can play more of the open world stuff instead okay. of just like the scripted. Uh, mission from what I assume is the opening of Rebirth when it comes out next week. Sure. Cannot believe it's next week. That's next week. wild. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I won't be playing the demos because we're so close. Yeah. I don't. I'm good. I know what it is. I'm excited. I have days off of work for it. Don't need to play anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool to get even more of this game for people to check out. Yeah. That said, Kyle, it's time to tab on over to the media section. Oh. And the media tab. Click. Click. Oh, one. All right, Kyle. Borderland movie trailer impressions. Yeah. The tr- Borderland movie, it's finally here. It's yeah. here. Everybody's talking about First it. First entry in the Borderlands cinematic universe, apparently. Ooh. The wee. BCU. The BCU. Kyle, talk about this trailer. Would you please? Because you're the think... big Borderlands fan. So I want to know yeah. what your thoughts are on it. I think this looks like a ton of fun. Okay. I enjoy the look of it i think they nailed a lot of what pandora is in the game mm-hmm. i think the bandits look like they were taken straight from the game yep. and put in real life i love the catch a ride buggy looks super cool i dig jack black as claptrap right his few lines he's I just think in every video game it. movie he's now. so good yeah um i thought the jokes were funny they're borderlands yeah, yeah. I, I I just think they nailed the aesthetic of Borderlands, where I feel like I where where I don't know how to feel is I love Kevin Hart, he's right. just not rolling to me. Yeah, I I I love seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in movies. She feels weird in as Tannis. Okay, I love Kate Blanchett. She looks amazing in this movie. <laughs> It's weird seeing her as Lilith. <laughs> like there's, it's one of those things where seeing an act, I see the actor, not the character. Right. Um, but I think it's going to be a really, really fun time. So I looked at the poster because they teased the trailer yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, I get the vibe. And then they showed us a picture of Kate Blanchett um, yep. as Lilith. And uh-huh. respectfully, listen, respectfully, respectfully, I'm not going to hang on too much of like, talking about Kate, Kate Blanchett because I'm going to end up barking like a dog. <laughs> but, like, 
oh my god, I'm in love. So I'm like, I see her as Lilith, sure, you know? Woof, 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 woof. See, it's happening. I can't. Oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. Uh, but like, the cast is stellar. We even saw a glimpse of like Marcus for a brief second, and I think he looks exactly like him. I'm we so saw sorry Moxie in there. Yes. Uh, Gina Gershon as well looks great yeah. in the brief little clip. Just from like the sets, like seeing Moxie's bar behind her, it looks like straight out of the game. Yeah. Seeing all the heads of the gun manufacturers in there, or knowing they're going to be in here, the doll, Atlas. Um, we even got Hammerlock, which was not in the trailer, but we know Hammerlock's going to be in the movie. It just, they're nailing everything. I wish that we got Mordecai and Brick. Okay. Because they are the two of the, the original four characters that aren't in the movie. Yeah. Which feels a little weird. Like, we even got Krieg for those two. Yeah, and he's odd. a Borderlands 2 guy, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. And it's... It's weird where now that I know that it's a cinematic universe, like I know what the end credit scene is going to be. Mm. Well, I think it's going to be it's going to be Handsome Jack. Like, yeah, I don't know. I so I know this game. This game, Jesus, this movie's been in like development hell. It's changed directors. The writers have left to come back on and all that. Yeah, stuff. Eli Roth directed yeah. this. Yeah, that's wild. And uh, one of the Deadpool uh, directors as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, or producers. Yeah. So like, I, I get it that like the odds of this movie being good are slim but like it does look like borderlands so yeah is what it is i also watching this trailer i'm like i could go for a new borderlands game yeah same i totally could go for it right now Uh, that's probably what they're making that said here's the last bit of flash news okay oh my god so we're talking about (sighs) elden ring we're talking about bloodborne we're talking about Kate planchette and lady gaga in a podcast this is my episode y'all uh lady gaga's coming to Fortnite festival includes Mm -hmm. chromatic inspired skins and a damn guitar uh this is by Alyssa merchett uh pretty much for the most part she's gonna be uh sorry on February 20th, the pop star turned actor shared a smoky mystery picture to formerly, or sorry, X, formerly Twitter. Uh, it appears to show the Fortnite character model, the image accompanied by one word that's a nod to the five-year-old meme, Fortnite, uh, fixed in, you know, how it's spelled in the game. Uh, the po- the The post quotes the original 2019 tweet in which Gaga asked, what's Fortnite? Uh, so yeah, uh, Mama Monster is going to be in Fortnite, and I can't wait. I'll spend all the money for her. Ooh, and she's a headliner weird. of the concert. <laughs> that sounded <laughs> really weird. weird. Oh boy, that's going to be clipped out and shared. Uh, yeah, awesome. I'm in. There's going to be a live concert. There's going to be a battle pass. I'm in. Cool. I'm excited for you. That said, Kyle, I want to know about what you've been playing. Sure. Um. We'll get too much into what I was playing before Bellatro because okay. we'll save that for our next by the players chat. But I did Ooh. finally hop back into part two. Nice, of Last nice. of Us. Uh, what a game! What a game! Those emotional moments still hit me just as hard. It is, man, it's awesome. Didn't auto plat though. Oh, I have the plat on PS4. Okay. But according to my last save, I'm missing a couple of collectibles. Oh, damn. That sucks. Okay. Which I don't know how that happens. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but it's not bad. With the chapter select in the new Naughty Dog games, it's not that hard. But it's mm-hmm. it's pretty great. Fair enough. But, Joe, yes. Monday morning, yep. you sent me a code that we received. Yes. 
that changed my life. Oh, wow. Changed your life. I have put, since Monday receiving the code, 18 hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> into this game. Bellatro yeah. is a poker roguelite. That sounds weird. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you it is the most addicting game I have ever played. More addicting, Joe, than the Suica game we played all the way back from really? Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, wow. Okay. Essentially, you play poker hands. You play mm-hmm. five-card poker. You discard to try to get the, you know the, the best hand. You score points based on that hand, and you're always trying to beat what the blinds are. So the blinds are the um, in real poker are like the automatic bet for certain players okay. to make sure that there is a pot. But in this one, they act like mini bosses. And then the the final the the final boss is like the big boss mm-hmm. to move up antes. So move up just like another hand, or another round. Um, but and each type of hand has a different type of multiplier, has a different starting point value. And then let's say you put down th- all tens uh, down. Um, they'll be worth 10 points. Nines are worth nine, et cetera, et cetera. So on top of the base score and the multiplier, it adds the value of the cards to it, and then you rack up crazy point totals. Mm, The way the roguelike part comes in is there are jokers. The jokers have different abilities tied to them. So one could be like... Add an extra five multiplier for every heart you score in a hand uh receive four dollars for every spade you discard because you need money in between blind uh, in between rounds to buy booster packs to add additional cards to your deck or buy tarot cards that will take a regular three and change it to an ace Mm. like and even uh planet cards which will upgrade the multiplier bonuses for each type of hand. Okay. Um, at, which raises the multiplier and the base score or whatever. And that's like, you just play poker and you try to get, you try to get through eight antes. So eight full rounds to win a run. I've gotten to the eighth one several times. I have yet to beat it because it's difficult. Mm but it's sort of that kind of one run one more run kind of itch that next thing you know 2 hours have gone by mm. cuz you're just so in it and you're so the rounds are quick when things when you lose it immediately comes up like go again try to try to do try to do a different strategy instead of going for three of a kind try doing all flushes and see how far okay. you can get yeah so it is so deep mechanically and you're always discovering new types of cards to help you out. And the cool thing is that you can also similar to like chalice dungeons in bloodborne where let's say you find a dungeon that drops a very valuable item Mm -hmm. and you want to farm it. So you take note of what the chalice dungeon number is and you can input that and go there wherever you want to get that item to help out. Oh, that's out. cool. In this one, there are seeds where you can copy the seed of the run you just did, mm-hmm. 
to re-go in and use the same cards and try to learn from your mistakes. Okay, okay. The only difference is doing that, you can't discover new cards. That's the one asterisk for doing that. And if poker isn't your thing, maybe you're not going to love it. But Mm -hmm. as far as a roguelike goes, it's one of the freshest takes on it. And it's so... It might sound confusing, but when you're in it, it just Odyssey. kind of becomes yeah, second, second nature. nature. Oh, wow. that you, you've actually sold me on it because I know nothing of poker. And I think you did a fantastic job selling me on this thing. Yeah. Uh, awesome. if, you, if you know the basic hands and know that if you have all of one suit, that's a flush. Go fish. It, oh. Yeah, exactly. If you have, <laughs> you know, cards in order, that's a straight. Pair them up or pairs, three of a kind, four of a kind. And they also teach you what they are, too. Like, Mm. it's not like they're not expecting everyone to be poker savants. Like, they actually tell you what each uh, type of hand does. They show you. Okay. So, even like I said, tell you what the jokers do. Yeah. It's very accessible that way. Um, Tons of replay value. It's trophy list is incredibly difficult. I'm going to try. If if that's your if that's your thing out there looking for a quick plat, this is not it. Okay. Uh, but it is insanely good. I think so far to date, this is my game of the year, and we're oh, only in wow. February. Wow! Holy shit! That's how much I freaking love this okay. game. I can't stop thinking about it. Okay, fair enough. Holy crap! It's awesome. Please go check it out. I don't know how much it is on the store. I think it's fifteen um, bucks. Fifteen bucks, well worth it. Um, and shout out to um, the crew for providing us a code. Yeah. I'm very, very grateful. It's yeah. great. Uh, I am currently playing through the Tomb Raider collection. Oh, okay. okay. Now, I don't have any thoughts uh, high level on the games themselves. I'm still playing through the first one. I'm about four hours in. So y'all tell me where I'm at. Um, and I've been playing it exclusively on the portal. That's all I've been doing. So it's been pretty much my lunch break game. And I could tell you right here, right now, from my experience on the PlayStation portal, again, about four-ish hours. Uh, so don't hold my feet to the fire yet. Let me let me get to the to Tomb Raider 2 before I can say it uh, you know, confidently. If you're a fan of Tomb Raider, though, this thing runs solid. Uh, that was my big issue with the, you know, the person doing it, Inspire, the team doing it, Inspire, or Aspire, because of that Knights of the Old Republic remake. And though I am so excited for Battlefront, don't get me wrong, this has got me or given me a lot more hope because it runs pretty darn well and it gives you the uh, option of sticking to the regular tank controls, which literally five seconds into it, I was like, options, tank controls? No thanks, modern I was controls. just going to ask, like, how does it work in a modern setting? It... <sighs> It works. It, it it just feels, and and it's hard to explain. Meaning modern setting in games, not like yeah. they change the setting of the actual. It's pretty ending. much like it, you're able to move the 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 camera around without it, you know, having gotcha. like that okay. fixed juxtaposition. Uh, position. So it's not like your old school Resident Evil tank controls that you were used to. Um, you can move the camera freely, and it's not going to get in the way of things. I think that is a huge quality of life improvement again i i played with the classic controls for like uh, not even five minutes and i was like oh shit this is like golden eye level bad <laughs> let me switch to something else and it felt a lot better of course it's not going to be great 
to 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 Joseph in you know 2024, but to like Joe in like 2008 or sorry uh, 1998, this would have been astounding. So the the low quality of life improvements that they've made and the remasters themselves of how they look, this thing is pretty darn impressive. So Tomb Raider fans. Be on the lookout for this collection. That said, I'll give you more in-depth thoughts next week. Uh, I want to put some good damage into one, two, and three before I give you my full thoughts on that. But so far, so good. This so the old school Tomb Raider games are something that I never played. Yeah, know of, of course. Is there like a general general consensus of? Which of those three is the best one? Like, is there an Uncharted 2? That's a good of the question. Tomb Raider games? Yeah, Tomb Raider fans, let us know. Let, yeah, please let us know, because I'm I'm curious. I, I have no idea. I just always knew, like, the, the, the first three are, like, the gold standard yeah. of Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mean, Lara is iconic. Those yeah. games are iconic. I just don't know which, ones? That's which one question. is the one, if you had to pick. That said, I have also been playing, while I'm home, uh, more Helldivers. <laughs> this game's incredible, man. This game's so good. And now that I don't have the dog yipping in the back and me being very paranoid about it, I forgot to mention on last week's show that is still the best feature of this game is when you're calling in stratagems, your bonus powers, your supers, your ultras, whatever you want to call it. When you're calling down an orbital bombardment, AOE to just cover the field. First off, those moments never get old. Like last week I talked about dropping my first hell bomb. Like it was a big thing. I've dropped a dozen of those <laughs> and it's cool knowing like I've been in teams where like we're now quote unquote seasoned. Like we've put 30 hours plus in it. We're like hell bomb. Okay. We're going to step Are away. Are you super citizens at this point? Oh, we're super citizens, dude. We're super yeah. citizens. I'm, I'm actually a chief. So. Oh, yeah. oh, call congrats. me chief, pal. Congratulations. Right, <laughs> call me chief. Uh, and then like I like for example uh, I was with a community member Sean and I was like okay I'm putting a hell uh, a hell bomb and they're all like oh god you, you gotta run and he's talking to his friends like dude have you seen these you gotta you gotta run away fast <laughs> whatever like it's those moments that are really really cool I want to uh, shout out uh, King Recyclops who's been my like go to buddy uh, in the Discord I ask people every almost every night that's not a record night. That, um, you know, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's go. Let's dive. Let's go save democracy, you know, from the evils of tyranny. And um, he's been my go-to buddy. I want to thank, uh, uh, was it, was it Parrot Jimmy, if I remember correctly? Just dropped into his game. We just started, like, obliterating things. It's so fun to go in to other community members, like, squads, just to hang out <laughs> and surprise them. It's been cool. a really cool experience, man. Um, I saw a very fun TikTok about Helldivers today of somebody so many, calling a mortar into the evacuation. Yep. And it landed before the ship. And when it shot up, it hit the <laughs> evacuation ship into orbit and it landed all the way on the other side of the map. That was oh, great. Rip. I love that that's a thing that can happen. There's just so many like moments. It really is like the water cooler moment that we we often talk about in games that like battle royales get right. Um, this this also does a supremely good job in doing. Where like one moment you're like just bullshitting with your friends, and then all of a sudden like there's a swarm or an army of just like 
terminids or you know like robots just coming at you like there was this awesome moment i had where i was playing with the elite and i just saw we were playing on like like level six i forget what that's called i think it's called like insane or whatever we just saw an army coming down from a mountaintop like down to our position i'm like this is incredible how many things are on the screen right now and we're calling in like just like airstrikes bombardments giant lasers from the sky and it's not skipping a beat um it's awesome when hell divers works but when you ask for hey people you want to come at 10 o'clock at night play a game with us when there is currently like four hundred and fifty thousand people clogging the servers it gets frustrating like bertos maximus writes in good evening guys oh boy oh boy what a week. I would like to talk about the issues surrounding the Helldiver servers. There's been a lots of complaining, and I don't think people truly understand the issues Arrowhead are facing. People keep saying bring it to Xbox, and that will solve the issues, as there will Including be more Phil. servers. Especially Phil. He doesn't know who it helps. Helps PlayStation players. Um, hey, but you, you know that too. Anyway, because uh, you're doing the same. However, Arrowhead themselves have stated it's not about the servers that are the main issue. It's about the backend code and the workforce. What are your thoughts? And do you think we will see the uh, an end to the server uh, at capacity issues? All this just goes to show AAA games may have had their time and smaller studios and indies are where the future is at. Quote, maybe, or, you know, yeah, uh, maybe an unpopular opinion, but meh. as always, thank you guys for bringing the stellar content and keep the good fight going for democracy. Uh, remember, the bugs and bots won't kill themselves. Well, if you convince them, who knows? So Canik writes in, hey, guys, I, I'll start my ranting about Helldivers, but please know I'm angry because I like the game so much that not being able to play hurts that much more. How in 2024, a live service game, always online, does not have scalable backend? Up or down, it seems it should be a given. Uh, do you think Sony as a publisher should have warned slash helped them? As for today's news, I'll just say welcome to hi-fi to new hi-fi rush and see a thieves players hope you enjoy your time and also join me in my loss of productivity playing balatra i'm right there with you so can uh yeah there's two trains of thoughts so um i think the cer his name keeps escaping me for the moment um but they went on to say that like it's it's really due to the code that we're using we did a. We did not think that this game was going to be as um, as huge as it is, and I think nobody at Sony knew, nobody at Arrowhead knew how popular this game would be. I think they were pretty explicit in saying that, like, their original hard cap was like around three hundred fifty thousand, and they already upped that to four hundred fifty as a hard cap. Mm -hmm. And that CEO's name, by the way, is Johan Pilstedt. Johan, my brother. Um, crushing it first off because yeah. he's being so transparent with folks and saying like listen we fixed our matchmaking issues or we're you know, a lot of the fixes there are, are, are ready uh we already have prepped for the server fix uh but our teams are hard at work and this is at the end of the day a very small team working on what I think a lot of people thought was going to be a much smaller game. So when they saw the numbers, I bet they are still as shocked as y'all that like the numbers keep going up 
and up and up. And for like, you know, PlayStation, you know, uh, Johan has stated they've been terrific partners and as well uh, from PlayStation as uh, Steam has as well, have been terrific partners throughout this whole ordeal. So they're working on it. It's just, it's not a magical fix. No one knew how popular with this game would be. And when it comes to the server issues, it's about the backend code that they're using for the game. And they're on, they're, 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 they're working around the clock to fix it. So that's I, to them. I'm not, I'm not saying it's in the same vein, but this very much feels akin to like when dying light came out. Yes. Where everyone is just like, okay, could be good. looks interesting. And then it took over. Yeah. Um, and I feel like from Sony's side of things, not that they did anything wrong with, like making sure they were okay with like the launch and server capacity or whatever. But I feel like they probably looked at the first Helldivers numbers and they were like, that was a cult following. Yeah. It was a niche game. Not a whole lot of people played it, but they were maybe expecting that kind of same level here. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, the 350,000 cap, it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. Not going to be a problem at all. And I think switching to third person helped a great deal for the appeal for people to want to play. I think the viral nature of this game when it comes to social media, (laughs) I think helps it a great deal with not just the in-game clips, but just everyone actually talking like they are real soldiers in a war when they talk about this. There's two, (laughs) there's two memes that come to mind. One is like the video of like the guys are sitting on like a cliff side. And one guy's like, so what are you going to do when you get back home? The one guy's like, I'm going to see my mom. (laughs) Gets this beamed in the face. Yeah. And then there's like a like a wife. She's like she's like talking about how they could support their partners. <laughs> yes, very much. They, I saw that one. That's great. As they hell dive and the do's and don'ts, hilarious. Yeah, I just think this is the perfect storm for this kind of game right now, mm-hmm. where PlayStation fans are so desperate and dire for something new from a PlayStation Studios game, or just PlayStation Studios in general, that we have it. It's fun. It's hitting. Yep. And and guys, this is why yeah. like what I've been saying for months now is like I get it. The stu- the 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 PlayStation Studios games. You're you're we're dying for our Last of Us or God of Wars, all that, right? The genuine the the general population has no idea the difference between this game and, and Last of Us. They just know this game's really fun and it's made by PlayStation, similar to The Last of Us, like. I yeah. when when we talk about oh PlayStation has no first party exclusives like they have ton of exclusives that ton. people are excited for that they poo poo because they're not the ones exactly. that they already know it's like Rise of Ronin got a new uh, new gameplay yeah, trailer open world out. trailer today you get to find kittens yeah that's an in game awesome. collectible cool you know uh, Stellar Blade you get to see her <laughs> did you hear they're that so got like an adults team, only Jesus. rating really over there yeah. I bet that's, <laughs> and we're getting rebirth next week. Like that is technically yeah, a PS5 exactly. exclusive right now. I just I, that's the Stellar Blade model is like she's one stitch coming off away from that. It's porn, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like I, I'm excited for the game and all, but like, yeah, well, yeah. You know? respectfully, and also um, respect. Yeah, respectfully, I am, but a man. Again, yeah, I. Uh, Kate Blanchett, <laughs> you want to start? Like, I'm gonna start howling. Are you kidding me? Was it? 
was it last week when you were like you made a joke about you not falling in love with video game characters yeah and you're like oh it doesn't happen it literally happens almost every week you're you? right yeah that's true <laughs> uh but also on on the hell divers two like server issues i guarantee you playstation is taking this as a lesson learned when it comes to all future live service things yeah and they will absolutely reach out to arrowhead and be like listen what are you doing on the back end Mm -hmm. how can we help this and then extend the same kind of thing that you're doing to all the other games like contra uh, like not contraband i have that on my mind concord concord yeah fair games like how do we make sure this doesn't happen to any other live service game that we we put out and Real talk, I think one of the things that, that worked to Helldiver's uh, advantage here is, like, we saw very little of it before it came out. Like, Retrospect did wonders for that game. Because look at Helldiver, or sorry, look at, um, what was it, uh, Fair Games and Concord. How much hate they are because they were announced as multiplayer games. And, like, big AAA budget type looking games. And how much crap they've gotten. Helldivers was able to fly just below the radar so that you know the internet mob wouldn't be angry and now that it's something it's like guys playstation can do this maybe 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 we could give them a little bit more credit i don't know now i can't wait to see what concord looks like actually plays like um and fair games i've always said i thought it looked fun so yeah that's it kyle are you holding on to something what are we, what are we a holding pack of trident gum oh, oh what what flavor original flavor <laughs> Oh, hot damn. Um, I never thought knew it was just original flavor. I was, yeah, was like peppermint? peppermint or something. Spearmint? Yeah, but it, it literally just says original flavor. flavor. Okay. Right. That's interesting. You do you, tried it. What's the know. difference between peppermint and spearmint? One's green, one's blue. <laughs> I don't <What>? know. <laughs> I'm holding on to millennia right here. All right. Well, let me just put it down because she, she looks delicate. Like, I don't want to break the sword for the 18th time. Anyway. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Ping pong. <laughs> February 19th. Ping pong. Ping pong. Pink pong. Yeah. Bellatro. February 20th. Kyle's game of the year. Irem <laughs> Collection, Volume 2. February 20th. The Lost Legends of Redwall. The Scout Anthology on February 20th. Quap 2. <laughs> Uh, whoever made that goddamn title, give them a raise. Uh, R- Return to Grace, February 20th. Taviv on uh, February 20th. Warhammer 40K, Chaos Gate, Demon Hunters, February 20th. A Time Traveler's Guide to the Past Delicacies on February 21st. Nailed it. Uh, Escape the Glitch on February 21st. Froggy. Kill up Froggy, the retro platformer about death. Uh, February 20th. That's not part of it, but you know, okay. Slave Zero X on February 21st. It gives me that gives me PTSD that they changed. Oh, it's this game. They yeah. changed Bubba Fett's ship to just called Bubba Fett's ship. Oh. It's yeah. called Slave One. Hmm. Okay. I Oh, it's not politically correct. He's a bounty hunter. <laughs> I think they work in a moral gray area. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. All right? Jesus Christ. You don't think the guy with the Confederate flag on his truck, you know, doesn't have ideas that don't match with today's society? Come on. 
They're bounty hunters. <laughs> They're not good people. Slave one. Let's keep the name. Jesus, when you saw the Bubble Fett show and he's the shot where it swoops in and they're like on their you know, motorcycles, they don't even know, and you just see it just go Oh my god, dude. It's slave one. Keep it keep 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 the name alive. Alright. 502's arcade, February twenty second. Sorry, that was a rant. <laughs> don't know why. I think it's the caffeine. Garden Life, a cozy simulator, February twenty second. Heroin Anthem Zero Two. Scale Scars Oath, February twenty second. Did did I just have a stroke? What did you just say? Heroin Anthem Zero Two. Scale Scars Oath. Scale Scars Oath. Yeah. Okay, that's quite a name. Inclunati on February twenty second. That I something about that game. I, I see it in my mind's eye. It looks interesting from what I'm Which one? remembering. Inclunati? Inclunati. Yeah, yeah, like the Illuminati, but with ink. Uh, King Arthur, The Knight's Tale, February 22nd. Oh, yeah. Pacific Drive, February 22nd. Which uh, we got I have for. a code for. Yeah. Talk about it next week. All right. Very excited. Very excited. Quadroids, February 22nd. Ruff Ganor on February 22nd. Yohane the... Parthalon, uh, Namazu in Mirage, February 22nd. Nailed it. Now, dude, crushed it. Are you kidding me? Operation Sarpent. See? Boom. Nailed it. February 23rd. That, that one was close. The Promenade on February 23rd. Strange Horniculture on February 23rd. <laughs> Strange Horniculture. Wait, 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 let's stop. What are you... you said horn. What, what? You said strange horny culture. Uh, horniculture. <laughs> yeah, but you said horny culture. Uh, well, or at least I heard horny culture. That's I, why I laughed. Yeah, maybe we got a <laughs> stellar blade on the mind. Possibly. What are they Possibly. doing? They they cutting bushes that look like wieners? Like, what is a strange horniculture? No, it's it's actually a, a pretty anticipated oh, indie it? game. Oh, okay. Um, I just think of Laszlo from... Uh, yeah, what we do in the shadows with yeah, what he yeah, trims yeah. his bushes you know it's a it's a puzzle game where you um you run a plant store oh, okay. yeah fair enough train chase february 24th gotta chase them trains chase them time for our favorite segment of the show but sadly the last segment it's time for the sony pony express yeah Oh, yeah, the caffeine's really kicked in. Kyle, we only have one question for the Sony oh. Pony Express. Y'all crushed it. Y'all put in yeah. all the questions during the show. Thank you all so much. And the one question. And can I just say this? Yeah. Even, you know, we, we give you ideas of what to, like, throw our way in terms of questions. Sure. If you want to throw some, like, different ones out there, like, hey, listen, yeah. I got I got something different, you yeah. know? Throw a curveball our way. It's no problem. Love curveballs. Yeah. Uh, the one question, uh, fittingly enough, comes from Solo. Oh, look and at that. Solo writes in: Now that PlayStation has such a hot item live service game that is theirs per se, quote unquote, do you see them at some point sharing it with Xbox? Since we are getting Xbox games now, and Xbox players are signing a petition to bring it <laughs> over. I genuinely. Well, well, yeah. well. <laughs> Well, 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 Phil. I you, just really quickly before yeah. you say it way more. 
eloquently, eloquently yeah. and oh intelligently. I doubt it. I found it so funny Go for it. how Phil was like, yeah, I want it on here. I don't know why it's not here. It just, it baffles me. And Phil, I'm sorry. Helldivers is essentially like a PlayStation IP. Mm-hmm. The first one I don't believe ever was on Xbox. Nope. PC, so, Vita, PS4. Why, why would you expect that? I just, I just feel like a, a lot of hypocrisy going on when I saw that quote. All right, let me get and on I my fanboy wagon. I, I will get, I'll get off my high horse and be like your high pony. My high pony, exactly. And let me hop on that the, pony for just the a highest of ponies, good sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me let me hop on the saddle here. Come on up, yeah. Listen, listen, Phil. After all that money thrown, where did it get you? Back to me. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, listen. Real talk. He makes a good point. Like it's a multiplayer game. Yeah, yeah. Bring it yeah. to as many people as possible. Um, you know, at the same exact time, Jesus Christ, four hundred fifty thousand. That is almost double as to, I believe almost double. I know it's a lot more than what like Halo Infinite did, and Halo Infinite had the marketing behind it, like it huge and it's a great game like holy crap sometimes you just have lightning in the bottle and you can't explain it other than like just the luck of the draw like would helldivers be as successful if it launched in november night next to call of duty absolutely not best time middle of february <laughs> like who knew so like the, it, it's just the luck of the draw sometimes sometimes you're just getting lucky and the way i see it is th- phil saying this as he's projecting the new image of Xbox. Yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. more so of like, hey, this is what I think PlayStation should do. It's kind of queuing up what they're doing in the background. Sure. It's what we talked about two weeks ago. They're yeah. they're bringing a lot of their games over mm-hmm. to, to Xbox, right? You'll still get some that I believe will stay there like your Hellblades. But anything that has a multiplayer component... Yeah, you should put that on all the platforms. And I think that's his argument. I think it starts with Sea of Thieves, and I think it ends with Halo being on PlayStation, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and PlayStation's methodology of it is just going, hey, listen, we still think the box is the most important thing, because to PlayStation it is. And to Sony as a whole, the box is important to them. You know, that's why the CEFO is talking all about margins, because this is the only sector of Sony that does gangbusters um and sony usually lets them do whatever they want because it's like whatever we don't understand this here (laughs) right but now they have a duty to bring in more more buku bucks than ever Mm -hmm. um so that's why you're seeing games again slowly but surely more of them showing up on pc with maybe more aggressive timelines for that but it's why you're seeing multiplayer games because they understand it like Right now, if you check the numbers between Steam and PS, uh, PS5, I bet they are heavily skewed towards PC players. Sure, I bet the yeah. wide majority of folks are on PC right now and not on mm-hmm. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because it's given PlayStation the, the cash needed to go out there and make your you know Last of Us, your God of Wars, all those amazing games. So PlayStation has the luxury of not needing Xbox because they are in such a distant third. 
And why do they need to give them a Last of Us or a God of War? Because in PlayStation's eyes, it's giving the lesser, their competitor that has lesser software, let's be honest, but superior hardware, have your superior software? That don't make much sense. If you're thinking the ways that PlayStation is thinking. To me, I don't care the shit. I want the that game. I want Helldivers on Xbox. Sure. I don't care. Give Concord on there for all I care. I don't care. I don't. More games being played by more people is always a win. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, though, we are not going to see for a long time PlayStation games on Xbox. But, yeah. y'all, that day I'm, is coming. Again, MLB the I'm show. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say Captain Logan to chat Kyle wants Xbox games without giving Sony games. We already did. That will be the show. Yeah. Uh, but, I, like, yeah, no, I'm okay with it coming to Xbox. I just still I still believe having some sort of exclusive window as, like, a benefit for playing on that ecosystem for a PlayStation Studios-branded game, which Helldivers is. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I I don't know. That's just the way I I see it. Yeah. Those game it will come eventually one day. It's just not anytime soon. But you know the way PlayStation sees it, it's like yeah, why why should we? But to me, it's like why not? You're just gonna get more money at the end of the day. Isn't yeah. that what it's all about? About that consistent growth, you know. And that said, with uh, remake station saying keep dreaming, I will dream on my ship. That's gonna be in Sea of Thieves on PlayStation Five when I get. My, my, my trophies. I don't know. Some troll in the chat. That being said, with all that out of the way. <laughs> you mean Logan? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Logan. Ugh, he's just a naysayer. He's just, yeah, he's just salty because those C's are going to be blue as PlayStation's <laughs> logo. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. At the end of the day, gaming's awesome. Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. can't wait to play Helldivers. This is what I'm going to do immediately afterwards, you know? Yeah. Can't wait. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody... Uh, we love you all so much. Thank you for supporting the show like y'all do. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight? I heard you got something cooking in the oven. You know, a little, little tiny something. Uh, um, follow me at Mr. Kset pretty much everywhere. Um, if you want to check out uh, more indie gaming goodness, uh, me talking about it, go hit up 61indie.com or just follow 61indie on socials and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, not only are we doing our fourth showcase on March 20th, uh, where we show off, we're showing off an amazing number of indie games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also just announced that 61indie is partnering with Vicarious PR, Ooh. which is where I work in a joint partnership. Uh, they will be helping us be able to bring the best, version of the showcases and bring what we envision to the table in a more grander scheme as well as the indie game awards we're putting on our own indie game awards presented by 61 indie we know there's plenty of other indie game shows uh award shows but more is not a bad thing and we mm-hmm. just want to celebrate the games and the devs that make them which is our goal and um more news on that coming soon, but we are the things that are cooking are very exciting. That's awesome, dude. Very, very exciting. So yeah, I, I r- real talk. It just mm-hmm. you know a mano a mano here. Sure. What six one indie constantly not just surprises and delights, <laughs> but they just y'all put are, it on the box. Y'all are just killing it, man. 
and yeah. you, you guys don't know how to stop. It's it's so inspiring to see it, everything inspiring. you guys have done. It's stressful. Though. Yeah. Like I truly we're putting a lot it. of pressure on ourselves, but we're ready for it. No one we're, does we're what you guys do. No one. No one. Not Thank even you. close. That means a lot. Uh the showcases are better than some of the the AAA bull crap that we get. Mm-hmm. Like that's huge and you're like a team of what? Uh five, seven. Maybe six? Exactly. Or I'll say seven just in case I'm forgetting someone right now <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's amazing what y'all do. And I'm just so I'm in awe every time I see it. When I saw the the award show, I was like, I know it's gonna be as the kids say, and I disagree, a banger. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, so the showcases mean a lot to us. We're 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 still gonna do two a year. And thank you for that feedback. We've heard it from other people in the industry and from the devs that we talk about because we stress it all the time, aside from other big showcases that are out there. We don't charge a dime. We just mm-hmm. want to show off the game, and the devs appreciate that and just give them a platform to show it off. And we could be charging, but we don't because that's not who we are. We just want to celebrate the games and the people. So It's like I want to grow the it. industry. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe an important step forward instead of yeah. a step back. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That said, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find the show at PS Trophy Room. On Twitter, you could, uh, you know, listen, if you like what you heard, I like Remake Station over there. He's angry. He's angry as all heck. Uh, make sure you support us over at patreon.com slash PS Or, you know what? Send me money and make like a, like a, oh, PlayStation's the devil, like a loser or whatever. I don't know. Do what yeah. you want, you know? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Next link, just drop it in the super chat. Yeah, drop, oh, super chat. You know what? Yeah, I'll only read your oh, slander if it's. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to spew hate our way, yep. you need to drop five bucks every week. For example, for example, Remake Station has said, and if you want me to read your stuff correctly, if you're a troll, uh, you got to, again, five bucks super chat. They say crossplay. Oh, man, everybody will get to play together on the Sea of Thieves and have so much fun. Huh, that's great. Smile, April 2025. 20, uh, yeah, no problem, because more people get to play together. That's amazing, because video games are about people, not corporations. Oh, awesome remake station. Fantastic. You know? I got five bucks. I'll read you. I'll read them. I'll read them the way you want, you know? <laughs> Follow us at all your podcast feeds and all that jazz. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting. And keep playing PlayStation. Or you know what? PC, who cares anymore? You know, take your tops Just off. Just play everybody. videos. Let's get nuts. <laughs> See ya. Bye, y'all. Love you.